This program is sponsored by Larry Dersham. Scripture tells us if you say, I hope all goes well, what good is it unless you do something to help? In other words, if you're a voting age believer trusting God to protect and restore Judeo-Christian values in America, if you don't vote, what good are you doing? Or if you want to see biblical values in government, what good is it unless you do something to help? Fortunately, biblicalvoter.com is a robust website designed to connect you with the best biblical voter resources out there. So you can be God's game changer in this one nation under God. Using biblicalvoter.com, you can register to vote in minutes or access some of the best faith-based voter guides and other resources in America. You can quickly discover which candidates, pending legislation, and measures violate or support your biblical values and how. Visit www.biblicalvoter.com right now and prepare yourself and friends to stand for godliness. You're not alone. Click biblicalvoter.com, then pray and obey. Tired of the negative news and flashover substance? It's time for Live with Dr. Wendy. Dr. Wendy Patrick is a trial attorney, patriot, and Ph.D. with a passion for people and a penchant for politics. Dr. Wendy brings you the headlines, streamlined, news you can use. It's time to be informed, engaged, and entertained. Now, here's your host, Dr. Wendy Patrick. Good evening and welcome to Live with Dr. Wendy. I'm Dr. Wendy Patrick, attorney, patriot, and Ph.D. with a passion for people. And always looking to keep you both informed and safe. I am the author of Red Flags and co-author of the revised version of the New York Times bestseller, Reading People. My co-host is Larry Dersham, an estate planning attorney, constitutional law expert, and a hearing officer for the County of San Diego. It's time for us to bring you the headlines with a silver lining. Objective, optimistic, substance seasoned with salt. This edition of Live with Dr. Wendy is sponsored by Trinity Law School. Learn the law, live the faith. As we enjoy another night, hashtag safe at home, we are fighting the temptation to pine away for some of the activities we might otherwise be doing if the country was open. Sports, music, Restaurants with seats inside. Remember those? Somebody came over and took your order and magically out came the food. But then on the other hand, for some of you, relaxing at home is the most enjoyable activity you could think of on a Saturday night. I get that more so every year. But one thing we do not cancel under any circumstance is holidays. The good news is that Mother's Day has not been canceled. The bad news, if you forgot, it's tomorrow. Now, these holidays sneak up on us. I know how it is. We're losing track of time. We've been thrown off our rhythm schedule-wise. So if you are now just remembering, or if I've just reminded you, although gift-giving, flower deliveries, all those things might be delayed, remember that the most precious gift you can both give and receive is your time. So if you do not live with your mother, you might want to consider picking up the telephone, which will itself be seen as an act of sacrifice in an era of text messaging and email. Or you can drive over and do one of those adorable through-the-window visits that are always televised. And speaking of contactless gifts, remember that there are many types of digital photo albums and scrapbooks 
that cost you next to nothing to assemble, but are priceless in terms of value. Happy memories are a timeless gift that keep on giving. Do you have unique plans for Mother's Day? If so, we would love to hear from you. Call us at 888-344-1170. Now this season is a series of Mother's Day firsts, including women who became mothers during stay-at-home orders and all of the extra precautions that they had to take. Now for you mothers with toddlers or preteens, I would love to hear of what kinds of activities you are doing at home. Are we back to board games, barbecue, and baking? Or do you have the bandwidth for everyone to stream their own Netflix shows? Now for some, Mother's Day can be a double-edged sword. And not just during stay-at-home orders, where businesses are missing all of the over-the-top over excesses that usually accompany Mother's Day spending. Now one activity I often find myself performing on Mother's Day is preaching to the choir, literally, as well as the rest of the church. Because as a visiting preacher, go figure, the day I am invited most out of the entire calendar year to guest speak is Mother's Day. Do you know why? Is this some kind of an accident or a coincidence? Not even close. Mother's Day can be tricky. A lot can go wrong. Not everyone has a hallmark relationship with their mothers. Some people have lost their mothers. Others have struggled for years to become mothers. Now, many people can identify mother figures or other family members or even close friends who are mothers and can honor and celebrate with them. And for moms who have kids home from school, which is maybe everybody listening, maybe every day is Mother's Day, at least if the kids are able and willing to work around the house. How great would that be? But for some working moms, Mother's Day this year comes during a time they are juggling both homeschooling and teleworking. Their plates are full. Perhaps a Mother's Day gift for them is the fact that it is on a Sunday. Isn't that convenient? But have you ever wondered why it's always on a Sunday? What exactly is the history of Mother's Day? Yes, uh, the history is very interesting on Mother's Day. Uh, it's a holiday we've been officially honoring since 1914 when President Woodrow Wilson signed a proclamation designating that Mother's Day be held on the second Sunday in May as a national holiday to honor mothers. So what are some of the traditions and so forth of uh, this? It actually started before that proclamation. It started in the early 1900s when a woman by the name of Anna Jarvis, uh, she began to campaign uh, to honor her mother who had uh, passed away uh, just recently before she started that campaign. And she wanted to also honor peace. Uh, it wasn't that long before that time that we had the Civil War and so forth. So she was concerned about mothers who have children and that, they, that those children uh, are lost and so forth. And uh, one of the traditions, like this, this is interesting, a lot of the traditions back then are serving your mother breakfast in bed. I don't know if they're still doing that today. I think that would be great if they could. Also, they started to pass out red carnations, and that's the official Mother's Day flower. And that started when Anna Jarvis started to pass out carnations to members of her church church. 
when she was campaigning uh, for Mother's Day. Now, white carnations are what uh, is normally given if the mother has passed away. Now, what's interesting, Wendy, is the busiest day of the year for restaurants is today, or to, excuse me, on Mother's Day, Sunday. And they do that. The kids take their mother out to eat because they don't want her to have to do any cooking. Now, that's going to have a really interesting twist uh, for the COVID-19 lockdown situation. Now, fortunately, there's a lot of uh, takeout restaurants, really good high-end restaurants where you can still get some really nice food, but you'll probably have to celebrate it at home. Larry, how are they going to recreate the spa day that many of us give our mothers? Uh, are, is that going to be able to be recreated in the home? And what are some of the other unique ideas that we can perhaps suggest if somebody doesn't already have the full itinerary ready for tomorrow? Well, I suppose uh, one of the things you do not want to do, you don't want to give a mask on Mother's Day. That would be <laughs> bad to do that. But there's a lot of really cool things you can do. For example, you could, uh, if she has a hobby, you could give her something uh, that would maybe enhance that hobby or maybe even give her a how-to book to start a new hobby, like how to play guitar or how to pay, uh, play keyboards. You can also, uh, this is an idea, write an actual letter to somebody, to your mother, excuse me. And uh, not many people are writing actual letters on paper anymore, but that's one idea. But the bottom line, Wendy, is uh, to share the love. You know what I love about the ideas that you just tossed out there, Larry, is they take some time and effort and energy to do. Most of the time we're used to emails, you know, posting, tweeting, text messaging, just the thought involved and the time involved to take a sheet of paper or a pretty card, whatever it is, and take the time in your own penmanship to write something to your mother, something straight from the heart. It costs, again, it costs nothing, but the value is priceless. And there is no reason that anybody confined at home, regardless of the scenario, can't take the time to do that. I know people are worried about Amazon deliveries being late, flower stores being too busy, they forgot, they delayed. But sometimes the most valuable and cherished and precious gifts are the ones that we can come up with right under our own roofs. And hey, IOUs are another good idea. When things open up again, this is an IOU that entitles you to a dinner at your favorite restaurant, the spa days, everything else. And we can get really creative with that. I don't know about you, Larry, but I grew up in an era where we were, uh, we always promised errands and things and help around the house, things that would really be valuable to a mother, probably even more so than the best box of chocolates we could ever buy. So out of the box ideas this year in particular are welcome, are easy to do, and we're seeing more and more of them. And I'm going to end out this first segment by uh, giving you one more uh, idea. One of the things that we always rely on mothers for are, is advice. And one of my good friends, radio host Michael Pelka, he shares his mother's advice when he was a young man trying to choose between two job offers. She only asked him one question. Do you know what it was? Not how much do they pay or how long is the commute? Her one question was, which one is more likely to get you into heaven? What do you think about that, Larry? Uh, that's a great idea. Absolutely. It's a great question. A, a it's great a great question. idea. And it also highlights the fact that we love our mothers for their advice. Exactly. So we're going to take a quick break, but we want you to stay with us and join us for more of Live Dr. Wendy. Headlines with a silver lining. Stay with us. 
News cycle lowlights have no place here. You're listening to Headline Highlights live with Dr. Wendy on The Answer San Diego. Since 1991, the nonprofit National Law Center for Children and Families has been fighting to protect children from sexual exploitation. The National Law Center offers the latest investigative training techniques to police, probation officers, and prosecutors on fighting sexual predators and human traffickers. The NLC also offers human trafficking awareness training to members of the public. Schedule a training for your church or organization today by visiting nationallawcenter.org. That's nationallawcenter.org. Scripture tells us if you say, I hope all goes well, what good is it unless you do something to help? In other words, if you are a voting age believer, trusting God to protect and restore Judeo-Christian values in America, if you don't vote, what good are you doing? Or if you want to see biblical values in government, what good is it unless you do something to help? Fortunately, biblicalvoter.com is a robust website designed to connect you with the best biblical voter resources out there. So you can be God's game changer in this one nation under God. Using biblicalvoter.com, you can register to vote in minutes or access some of the best faith-based voter guides and other resources in America. You can quickly discover which candidates, pending legislation, and measures violate or support your biblical values and how. Visit www.biblicalvoter.com right now and prepare yourself and friends to stand for godliness. You're not alone. Click biblicalvoter.com, then pray and obey. For some, it's about prestige, power, a partnership, and corner office. The passion isn't for the client's lawsuit, but the suits they want to wear. For some, a career in law is only about money. We believe it's more. It's a way to make a difference. We emphasize a biblical worldview, not billable hours. We believe justice is when the wrongly convicted go free, when an attorney secures the rights of the homeless and the innocent unborn. We stress academic excellence. Christian values. We instill a passion for human rights and religious freedom. So no matter what kind of law you choose to practice, you will do it with an unwavering ethical standard. We are Trinity Law School in Orange County, affordable, accredited by the California Bar, and open to those who've completed 60 units. In associates or bachelors, we offer full tuition scholarships and federal student aid to those who qualify. We also know that you may be considering online education in light of coronavirus. Trinity Law is one of the first California accredited law schools approved to offer a fully online JD. So whether you plan to attend school on campus, 100% online, or a hybrid of both, we have classes to meet your needs. Trinity Law School also offers a fully online Master of Legal Studies degree. If you're not looking to become an attorney but need legal education to advance in your current or future career, with the increase in employers looking for talent with legal knowledge, Many people are choosing an MLS over an MBA. This program offers nine tracks such as human resources management, contracts and negotiation, nonprofit organizations, church and ministry management, criminal justice and human rights. The kind of legal professional you become depends on the kind of law school you attend. Become the kind of advocate justice depends on. Text the word JUSTICE to 714-844-7744 to request more information about these programs. That's the word JUSTICE to 714-844-7744. Trinity Law School. Learn the law. Live the faith. The Miramar 
Hobart Kitchen and Bath family places the safety of your family as a top priority. All their employees follow the CDC guidance as they continue to conduct business. They're here to help you achieve your remodel dreams. Simply call and they'll start a consultation about your project. If it's something they can help you with, they'll discuss the next steps. If not, they'll point you in the direction that might help. Send an email. A picture's worth a thousand words. If you send them photos of your space, they'll tell you what options they have for your project or make an appointment to visit their design center. They'll safely practice social distancing while helping you with your project. Call Miramar Kitchen and Bath at 858-271-8434 or send an email to info at miramarkitchenandbath.com or Google to visit their website. Contractors license 657333. It's time for more news you can use. The headlines streamline. It's time for more Live with Dr. Wendy. Now here's your host, Dr. Wendy Patrick. Good evening and welcome back to Live with Dr. Wendy. Headlines streamline. The headline in the second half of our show is we are officially in the midst of the grand reopening. That's right. Even Starbucks and smaller stores that traditionally don't have drive throughs are open for you to both mobile order and actually walk in. That's right. And pick it up. And you can be rest assured that everybody in there will be wearing a mask. That'll be a welcome sight to most of us. Now, what's the silver lining? Silver lining is obviously we get to have a little bit of what we want and we're, we're enjoying a little bit of our freedom, but it's also occurring in stages, which is a good thing for us to be able to ease these restrictions off in a fashion that is also safe and healthy. Now, here's where this gets tricky. We have to balance the equities. We understand why we have laws, reasons for the laws, But if you break stay-at-home orders or you open a business too early, should you be fined or should you be jailed? Does that type of punishment fit the crime? Does it matter what kind of business it is? Does it matter how many days it would have been until you should have been able to open the business legally, lawfully, and without running afoul of your local ordinance? Now, this is something that has gained nationwide attention from a case we're going to talk about that happened down in Texas. And on the one hand, people argue, well, we can't glamorize lawbreaking and make a a folk hero out of somebody that does it. But on the other hand, we want fair laws. And then, of course, people are coming in and arguing, well, a recommendation or even an order from the governor isn't really a criminal law. After all, it's not really on the books. It's something that's temporary. It's more like a suggestion, and we want to have social policing instead of jail time. But where do we strike the balance as a society, as a community? Because remember, all communities are different. Between personal choice and public safety. And as we struggle to balance health and wealth, we don't want people to risk their lives to make a living. So down in Texas, a hair salon owner named Shelley Luther is now a household name. She appreciates that patience is a virtue in terms of when she was supposed to be opening her salon. But although patience is a virtue, payments are due. Mortgage payments, house payments, employee payments. Both she and her employees were suffering. So what did she do? She opened her salon early. Now, what ended up happening is she was hauled into court. She was fined $7,000. And the reason she became somewhat of a cause celeb in this controversy is she basically said, I won't comply. Now, this was in Dallas. 
And the reason that really gained some attention is what the judge basically said is he gave her a choice. You either comply or you don't. And she was jailed not for cutting hair, but for contempt of court. She received seven days in jail. Now, as you can imagine, this came to the attention of many local leaders, came to the attention of the governor. uh, And the governor actually gave her a literal get out of jail free card by amending the lockdown order saying you can't jail somebody for not complying. One of the things she did when she was released was spark a national conversation, which is always a good thing. And part of that conversation had to do with how much information should local, state, national leaders have before deciding when different people can open their businesses. Obviously it's jurisdiction by jurisdiction. Obviously it depends on what kind of business it is. But part of what she was trying to bring to the attention of the leadership in her state was the fact that, according to her, in her salon, there was a way in which they could safely social distance. In the same way churches are making the same argument, don't worry, we're going to devote plenty of time to that, either this segment or another one. But the bottom line was, not only did a GoFundMe page raise her $500,000, she promised to literally share that wealth with other local businesses who have themselves suffered under some of these rules, some of these laws. And in the meantime, she has been cutting some famous heads of hair, including so far Ted Cruz, Sarah Palin, and I guarantee you by the end of the week, we're probably going to be able to have a couple more names on that list of notables. So it really brings this to a head when you talk about why Luther decided in the first place to defy these governmental orders. I think it was because that uh, it was a matter of conscience with her. And uh, she had a number of hairstylists working at her shop and they were missing their mortgage payments. In fact, she was two mortgage uh, payments behind on her house. And the person that had issued the lockdown order kept on moving the open update uh, back and back. And so she just kind of gave up on that. And some of her hairstylists were even asking, Wendy, they said, well, can we go to people's homes and just do this work at uh, individual homes? Uh, But Shelly said, no, that's too dangerous. We can't have uh, social distancing there. So what I'm going to do, what she said that she's going to do is just go ahead and open up. And uh, it was basically her business and and the uh, financial stability of everybody that worked with her. That was on the line. So she really was backed into a corner, had no choice. And I think that's why she did it. Larry, what, what would she say to people that have criticized her decision as uh, placing, I guess, wealth over health or maybe uh, the rush to open? It was just going to be three more days before she was legally allowed to open. I know that she's received a lot of criticism and she's done a good job defending herself. But what is the most I suppose, a relevant counter-argument that she could make in her particular scenario, because I got news for you, we probably have some listeners in her very same scenario in terms of needing to pay those bills. Right. I think that um, this is an interesting quote from Martin Luther King Jr. He said, and I don't know if she feels this way, but I would imagine she might. Uh, Martin Luther King Jr. said, an individual who breaks a law that conscience tells him is unjust and who is willing who willingly accepts the penalty of imprisonment in order to arouse the conscience of the community over its injustice is in reality expressing the highest respect for the law. 
And it seems like she was following suit on that quote. Yeah, it's an interesting conversation, and I'm glad we're having it, because not only does it uh, really reveal uh, some of what goes on behind the scenes, um, but it also is, is a lesson for many other small businesses. What I mean by reveal going on behind the scenes, all of the conversations about ways in which to get around the order, let's call it an order really instead of a law, the stay-at-home orders, the, the reopening orders, and all of the rest of that, it seems like this is one instance in which they really weighed the options. Not to say that they couldn't have waited three more days. That's, of course, an argument many are having. But the fact that we're talking about it is a win. The fact that the court of public opinion is considering, is thinking, is basically looking at both sides of an argument like this is going to help everybody in deciding should there be a way in which businesses can avail themselves of proving they're safe to open earlier than the earlier than at least they're, they're supposed to be. Anyway, we're going to continue this next week. It's a fascinating subject. Thank you for joining us. And please join us next week for more of Live with Dr. Wendy. Always headlines with the silver lining. Have a great week. Thank you for joining us for Live with Dr. Wendy. You can learn more about Dr. Wendy and how to become a guest or sponsor of the show by visiting wendypatrickphd.com. That's wendypatrickphd.com. Tune in every week at this same time as Dr. Wendy will engage and inspire you with an upbeat viewpoint on the highlights of the day. This has been Live with Dr. Wendy on The Answer San Diego. Scripture tells us if you say, I hope all goes well, what good is it unless you do something to help? In other words, if you are a voting age believer, trusting God to protect and restore Judeo-Christian values in America, if you don't vote, what good are you doing? Or if you want to see biblical values in government, what good is it unless you do something to help? Fortunately, BiblicalVoter.com is a robust website designed to connect you with the best biblical voter resources out there. So you can be God's game changer in this one nation under God. Using biblicalvoter.com, you can register to vote in minutes or access some of the best faith-based voter guides and other resources in America. You can quickly discover which candidates, pending legislation, and measures violate or support your biblical values and how. Visit www.biblicalvoter.com right now and prepare yourself and friends to stand for godliness. You're not alone. Click biblicalvoter.com, then pray and obey. This program is sponsored by Larry Dersham.